everybody. Thank you for downloading the initial episode, the, the launching point for the Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe podcast. My name is Michael. Hey guys, this is Ronald. And I'm Hyde. And uh, we hope you uh, join us on this interesting podcast that we're going to uh, start and try to uh, talk about all the things related to comics and that glorious industry that we work in and love. But uh, first things first, there is a little movie coming out this week. Batman um, Superman. Yeah, <laughs> woo! Apparently. Um, well, maybe not. <laughs> well, according to... Uh, the, uh, we'll say this is recorded before the movie comes out. This is on... Uh, uh, Tuesday. Well, officially. Officially, officially. Officially comes out. Yeah, because there's been some screenings. Yeah, there have plenty of screenings um, to the uh, Premier. to the public, yeah. As a, an employee in the store has already seen it. Um, either way, um, the initial reports are actually... Individual reports seem to be good. However, on Rotten Tomatoes, for some reason, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice... Is below fifty percent now. That is before the movie comes out, so True. it's it's hard to you don't want to speculate too bad on on a film before a, it actually is. I out. read a few of them, a few in the reviews. Okay. I read a few of the reviews of Rotten Tomatoes, and it is very nitpicky. I guess. Like, what do you mean? Most of them were saying it wasn't um, well fleshed out. Like it wasn't. It didn't run smooth. Okay. It was a lot of pew, 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 flash, flash, flash. Sure. It looked pretty, it's like a, but so, it's a bunch of people hitting each other. So it was a Zack Snyder movie. Is, Basically. Is the complaints yeah. of it, or that it is a typical but, to the letters? So Zack for Snyder. the record, let's put this on statement that you do not like Zack Snyder, Michael. No, I don't. I, well, okay. Of, of, of Zack Snyder's movies, I like two. I like Dawn of the Dead, and I like Watchmen. To be fair, I never did see the Owl movie, the uh, Legend of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul. I... I did miss yeah, I did, that one. Didn't even know that was existed. Oh yeah, I read the books though. It's pretty sweet. You know, I'll, I'll say this though. I, I enjoy Sucker Punch when the sounds off. <laughs> I like Sucker Punch. I don't know. You know, right. Sucker Punch. I'm is probably a, the one person that likes Sucker Punch. I, do, I don't hate Sucker Punch. It's just, it's just you know what you're getting when you watch Sucker Punch. I'm not expecting Watchmen or you know death and <laughs> characters. I'm no. not expecting a lot of things when I'm watching a Zack Snyder movie. But when but when he's at the helm of a of a major franchise. Well, you right. would think that... I mean, granted, this is all complete... Who knows? Like, we haven't seen this movie yet, so... This like is all Man complete speculation. We're just like going Man off of... Steel. I liked Man of Steel. I, I liked it. I, I did not like Man of Steel. Um, for the same reasons that I think... I'm not going <clears> to <throat> repeat them, because everyone has discussed it. This is a five-year-old movie. Everyone's discussed this to, to no end. The major complaints they of Man of Steel... snapped his neck. Well... <laughs> Not even that. It's just, um, it, it was too dark for a Superman movie to start out with. I think. Uh, I think you can make Superman dark, but not in the beginning. Um, why? Why wouldn't you do it in the beginning? I Before he becomes Superman, because that's what the movie was. I mean, that's the whole. The whole thing is him learning to become the Superman that we know. To be that happy, joyous boy well, scout. Even, exactly. But, not to kill people. Right. Okay. All I, that jazz. To that point, there was no Superman character development. He has like eight lines in the movie, maybe, and he. he what movie did you well, watch? But see, on top Man of, of Steel, see, he doesn't talk. Wait, what I like, what I like about it though, is that it's not as much of a Superman story as it is Clark Kent trying to find his place and where he Fair belongs. Enough. And I think that's kind of my biggest 
draw to a Superman story is that it need. I don't want to see Kal El go to Earth and be Kal El. I want to see Kal El go to Earth and be Clark Kent. Okay, right. Exactly. Fair enough. Um, I like stories where he's Clark Kent. Well, then that is definitely what you got. Um, and and there's nothing wrong with that. I just it it felt like a typical Zack Snyder movie. Lots of flash, not a lot of substance. Very pretty, and I'm I'm not saying anything no one's said before, but it's one of those things where the the common argument is. Oh, he just shouldn't be a director. He should be a director of photography, and I do happen to agree with that because all I, of his movies have okay. this, have I, the same. I can look. somewhat agree with that. Right. But like, I don't know. I like Man of like, Steel. Well, of course, but so back to back to Batman. Yeah, back Superman. to Batman Superman. Getting off track. All back, the okay. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Go all ahead. the first reactions they had the pre-screening last night for the mass public that saw the little teaser footage from last year when the movie was actually supposed mm-hmm. to be released, um, and then the first reactions from the actual premiere night. From normal moviegoers so far, My have critics. been have been actually generally positive. <laughs> They're excited about the overall universe and excited to see what comes out of this. And so far, it looks like Wonder Woman absolutely just steals. steals from oh, the yeah, show. For sure. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's that that's what everybody says is like. Well, movie movie was cool, but man, Wonder Woman though. Yeah, yeah. The one the one thing I, I'm seeing a lot of is that it's a groundwork movie. There's, it's just one big setup for their entire cinematic universe. For sure. Exactly. For sure. And granted, they we have... We knew that, though. We know that. And it, we knew that. The title, Dawn of Justice. Justice. Yeah, like, exactly. it's kind of yeah, all yeah, spelled yeah. out I mean, but... Set up the movie. They have, what, eight years of catch-up to do f- between Marvel, Marvel so right. they have to cram a lot into this one movie, and I think there's a lot riding on this to not only just be financially successful... But not really critically successful either. But it needs to be successful with the fans. The fans need to be able to right. be driven to go see Suicide Squad, to go see Wonder Woman with Justice League Just coming to go out. See them again, Batman yeah, but, again. To, to go Superman. buy a second ticket, exactly. Yeah, you know, second viewings. So that's that. That's what marks a real tr- a, a fan of a comic book movie. Is like, oh well, how many times did you see Deadpool? Right. Oh, two. Only two. Yeah, I know. Right. I've been meaning to go see it. Again. Well, either way, like that seems to be the mark of all nerd movies. Is well, how many times did you see it? I right. saw, I saw Star Wars, Star Wars six, six times. times. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's that same. But thing. even if like this is our Batman and this is our Superman going for the years to come, right? Hopefully, hopefully, uh, right, right, right exactly. Mean, but I mean, they're doing this to where like they want you to believe right. that these are your characters. Like we want us, we want us to believe that like there can never be another Batman, just right. like. Uh, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, like it's the all whole, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I, yeah they're, they're, they're creating the franchise. They're branding it. Right. Like exactly. this, this is Batman. Right. Which is cool that it's not an origin story because how many times have we seen the Batman origin story? Of course, story? Yeah. Know, it's, it, This is which nice. they might still which do. Which is it. weird. We might because, get bits of it because even at that we have what it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan and who's the girl that plays uh, Maggie on The Walking Dead? Oh, uh, Lauren uh, Graham. Lauren Graham. The you have, those are your Jonathan and Martha. Or not Jonathan, Martha. Um, are they Martha, Yeah, they're Martha Bruce Thomas. Oh, I did not know Ma- that. Martha and Thomas Wayne. So okay. Are they really? Yes, they, they are. Know yeah, they're, okay. they're listed on well, IMDb as that. Let's see some so. Lori. All right. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Cool. So. Lori? Maggie. 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 Sorry. Maggie. I don't know. Do you even Walking Dead, bro? I don't know. Apparently not. Apparently not. Well, you get two Walking Dead people on this now with Jeffrey D. Morgan. Yeah, which exactly. Is with Negan now, right? Right. So, well, well, I guess it's the Zack Snyder thing because he had Jeffrey D. Morgan and Watchmen. And Watchmen, yeah. Even with all the, I guess, negative critic reviews, I still my expectations are still high for this movie. Just not alone as a movie, but for a franchise. For to finally be the I'm the DC fanboy here. Right. Like, look, so, I have my franchise too. Yeah. Like a 
you can it's hold the flag to this. It, I it's mean, been a long time coming. You look at everything from Batman '89, right, to Superman Lives, which was mm. supposed to happen. Yeah. The Nick Cage, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nick Cage and fighting polar bears and that would be the best Thanagarian I s- a snare beast. <laughs> that would have been pretty still, good. I, still I think like that movie would have been cool. It would have been. Can we get like a new awesome. alternate universe version of this where like they have Nick Cage wrestling polar bears or whatever? Wrestling, That'd be great. wrestling, yeah, wrestling. But um, no, um, I think, I think the movie is gonna do. I, I think there's no way the movie could fail financially. I think that is a, a no. Near, everybody's seen a, that movie. A to near see impossibility. The fight. A near yeah. impossibility. I mean. Um, you get the even the casual person who just walks up to the marquee doesn't know what they're going to go see. They look at the board and they go, "Oh, look! There's a movie called Batman versus Superman. Give me five tickets, please, for right. me and my family." Yeah, exactly. I that, think I think it'll also be one of those things that if you're not going because of the title, you're going because either you liked Man of Steel mm-hmm, and you exactly. want to see Henry Cavill again exactly. as Superman, or you want to see if all the rumors were true about Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. How yeah, good yeah. or how bad he's going to be as Batman. About that. Didn't even think that about. that alone, or you're going to see Wonder Woman on the big screen. Yeah, that's to see her fail or see her succeed. I, so yeah, there you go. and I I think I'm one of the people who from the get go my my biggest selling point of the movie is Ben Affleck because I, I really like Ben Affleck. I oh, know yeah. I know people are great are iffy on Ben Affleck for some reason, but I think they're going by well, like I, think an, I think they're going by Daredevil. They're, they're going, going by Daredevil. They're going by an older track record of Ben Affleck and movies. Like the, the weird thing about it is, is that. The whole reason he's even stated this, the whole reason he took the Daredevil part was because he believed he was never going to be able to play Batman in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that kind of left a sour taste in people's mouth, thinking that he can't this is this is what he's going to end up doing with Batman. Right. That he's going to. Well, to be fair, Daredevil being a bad fault. movie wasn't Ben Affleck's. No, fault. it wasn't entirely. His it was a lot of people's fault. Well, I mean, but. It started with the writing. It, it's also it's hard to hold old comic book movies to the current comic book movie standard. Oh, of course, yeah. Like, I like I like those Michael Keaton Batman movies, but I went back and watched Returns, and it is it's a very silly movie. Well, you know. I remember it not being so silly when I was. It was a serious picture. Hey, we can all little. bat dance. That's all that matters. <laughs> if they just brought Prince to do the soundtrack, I mean, that'd be pretty good. Um, but no, this. You can't hold the, the the new movies to the old standards. No, no, um, no. It was like Daredevil. I mean, come on. I mean, we have our definitive Daredevil now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean they, come on. Um, but anyway, um, no, I'm really. I, I think I think Ben Affleck is going to be really good as Bruce Wayne and as Batman. I definitely as Bruce Wayne, obviously. I'm oh yeah, no, he. He's got that in space. That little clip of him just like yeah. talking to Alfred, which is mm-hmm. amazing. I think even just the, his. Well, he is the most movable Batman. What do you mean? If you look at all the costumes, and you look at all the stats oh. and everything else, and what people have said about them wearing the costumes, they can't turn their heads, they're not right. running. Uh, you, gotcha. you see that one trailer, which looks very Arkham mm-hmm. to begin with in, like in the, the game. games, yeah. which is him fighting those thugs in that one oh, little room, oh. and he's oh. slamming people I down wait to and see that. kicking them into walls and everything. That is probably one of the greatest movable Batmans I've seen yeah. in a while. Like, <laughs> Actual fight scenes, yeah, yeah, um, and he's an old man. Let's, and he's old, like he's not he's young. Middle, he's middle aged. I mean, let's not. Well, I mean, he, he's, he's, not, he's he's not a young Batman. Fifty. He's not a young. He's Dark Knight Returns. He's Batman. been around around doing Grizzled. Batman. Yes. Yeah. So he he's seen some things, and he's not going to have mercy anymore. Right. Um, so we've so seen the trailer with the Robin suit, mm-hmm. so something's happened there. So he's he's definitely had his dark moments, and I think at this point. 
it's a Batman that's not showing mercy anymore to these criminals. Okay. He's branding them. We've seen that in the trailer, mm-hmm. too. Um, the big one, the biggest elephant in the room on Batman Superman is Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's an it's an odd choice. Nobody's talked about that. You know, I every, haven't seen anything. No. Everybody seems to be focused on Affleck or Gal Zack Gadot. Snyder. Yeah, or Gal Gadot. Yeah. Right. But... Eisenberg. Eisenberg is a is a really good actor. I he mean, is, it's, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, he just has to be Mark Zuckerberg again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to a degree. I mean, that's basically seems to be from the trailers. He's playing an amped up version of Mark Zuckerberg. I, I need just, to watch that movie. I watch. He's that's just good. a little bit. A lot of people complain he's got the long red hair. He's mm-hmm. not bald, so this is already not the Lex Luthor people know. I don't. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the difference is, and he's he's too funny, and he's too outgoing right i see yeah the problem is is what people that's actually a comic variation of lex luther right. sure well they're all so but... i mean the people that say he's not a comic book's lex luther this isn't the lex luther we all know but this was the lex luther before he becomes the lex luther we know before he thinks he's on top of the world he thinks he nothing is above him so he has that megalomaniac right. idea about himself well, here's Superman now. Here are two superhumans that just destroyed Metropolis. So I think in this movie we'll kind of start to see his progression to becoming the evil Lex Luthor in the big suit with the, the kryptonite big, mm-hmm. cancer. Well, not in this movie. Not in this movie. Well, I think I mean, we'll start going to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, we haven't Who seen it. So th- I mean, th- there could be anything. But in even store. if like the people that complain about his hair, like, do they not remember that he cut it for a reason? Right. Yeah. Right. So come on, guys. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of that, the, you know, nitpicking about a costume or a look, it's, oh, right. it, that, it is, it is nitpicking. It's, it's, it's silly. Well, yeah. it's, it's also, like, it's also with his age too. You right. look at Batman, you look at Superman, they're both kind of a little bit older. They're 33 mm-hmm. and 50, Wonder Woman, who knows who how knows? old she's, well, she, she is. She doesn't count. She's, theoretically yeah. in the movie. But this is a mid to late twenties yeah. Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, why he, would he be bald? Why would he be bald? Why wouldn't he be a little more funny and optimistic well, about right. it's like uh james mcavoy in uh, x-men movies yes. right, exactly. i mean up until this one where he's apparently going to be bald but right apparently either right. way i mean we, we people seem to not have a problem with professor x with hair as a young right. man why not a younger lex i mean well, I, I don't know did they complain that, well, they, no i mean they, i mean i'm sure they did at first but then you, they saw it and they oh he's actually pretty awesome okay like yeah. this he's a good ex i like him um so i think um i think it'll be the same way with uh with eisenberg for sure. Yeah. Um, but, so, this armored bat suit, um, what is the comic precedent for this? Like, is, is it, it looks like it's, it looks like Hulkbuster Jr.? It's, yeah. on a comic book standpoint, if you go back and you look at Frank Miller's artwork. Okay. Um, with the Dark Knight Returns, it's not as much as a full-bodied armor. There's bits and pieces of armor that he helps use in fight. When you look at the animated movie, however... It's that exact armor. Is mm-hmm. it? It's almost spot on. Really? Um, and even at that, you can probably argue on some of the Frank Miller artwork that it, well, it is actually course. the full armor yeah. instead of it being broken off into pieces. Like, but I think it looks awesome. I, like, I think, like, as someone who admittedly hasn't read a ton of Batman, I've read New 52 Batman, and I've read, you know, various trades, you know, Hush, Nightfall, right. things like that. But I, I, I'm not a, a Batman historian by any means. Me either. Um, but looking at this costume, I'm like, man, that looks really sweet. Um, and seeing, hearing that it comes from different places, that to me, to the comic purist, might be a problem in that it, oh, it's not, they're not doing this story arc. Yeah. 
but I think it's a good thing that they're taking good bits from Thanks lots of here. different things well, to I sort mean, of make a better uh, picture. You look at it this way, too. There's th- at least three known story arcs going on in this movie, just <laughs> yeah. based on the trailers. Right. You have The Dark Knight Returns, you have Superman Doomsday, mm-hmm. and you have um, apparently Wagner's Trinity. Okay. Right. Um... Not only does the bat suit look, or the bat armor look good, but the bat suit itself. Oh, yeah, it looks great. Yes, looks great. The bat, the Batmobile looks really cool too. Oh yeah, it, that everything seems to look cool. To, to me, the Batmobile looks like Arkham Knight. <laughs> it does. A little bit. It does. Yeah, a little bit. But um, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's funny too because talking about that, I just finished the Lego Batman game, Lego Batman Three. Sure. You're going through the Bat Cave and you go through the trophy room. That Batmobile sitting in the trophy room. <laughs> okay. okay. So, I thought that was kind of just a little funny Easter egg thing. Yeah. But, uh, what about the other big versus movie this year? Which one? Civil War. Oh, well, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother ballgame. That is like a culmination of this whole MCU that they've been building for, gosh, however long since Iron Man 1. Eight years. Yeah. It's 2008 since the first Iron Man. I I feel like Iron Man was, I feel, yeah. yeah. But, um, either way, um, I think this is like. And this so is, excited. I mean, it's just like a make or break thing for Marvel. But I think it's. Uh, I don't think there, it is. There's no I break. mean, I, th- I think there's no way that this movie is that movie is, is going to well, be bad. You're coming off. Of, you're coming off the people who did Cat Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. the Russo brothers, right? Which is the best Marvel people movie. People like, loved that movie. That it might not be your favorite, but I think that is the that Winter That's Soldier. That's close second. Winter Soldier is the one that you can get your mom or your grandma or your grandfather or like. Uh, Anybody. Somebody who, so anybody, anybody who didn't grow up reading comics or read them now, didn't see another Marvel movie, but if you took them to see Winter Soldier, they loved it. Yeah, because it's, it's a spy movie and it's it's a lot it's of fun. Amazing, it's movie. a political it's, thriller. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah, an amazing it's movie. Versus like something like Guardians, which I love, but you know, it's a little out there for the you know, difference some, with some with older folks. Yeah, with Winter Soldier though, I think it pushed the bar. On what you tell with a story, oh, for yeah. sure. This is, I think, that was the most in-depth story, character developed, yeah, oh, movie for a comic book as of right now. Um, yeah, Iron Man two thousand eight. Was two thousand eight? So you're you're looking at eight years yeah. of Marvel to, to climb up right. with this. Okay. Um, and DC's got to. They have to play catch up at this point. It doesn't which, feel which, like which, eight which years. is a shame, I guess, a little bit for DC. Just to backtrack them for a second, is like as much as I love the Nolan movies, they were sort of stuck. They couldn't. They see Marvel building this franchise, right. and they know they have Nolan locked in for three movies and Bale locked in for three movies, and they're not. And they, I, they couldn't really start building a franchise till those were done. As much as I love those movies, but even at that, they it would would have been so hard to build a franchise off of those movies. They've focused so much on that being grounded in mm-hmm. reality, using either political or social commentary for, for those sure. movies. That to have someone like Superman and Wonder Woman. The, it's a little bit of it takes a, a, it's a stretch I can see for that, that. Yeah. right no no what I'm saying is that it's I, I think DC while they loved those movies it it prevented them from making it because there's yes. no way they could it's just they see Marvel doing all this big you know 2020 plans you know like way in the future and they're like well we got we got these two movies coming out and then Superman which I'm sure they knew Man of Steel was going to be building towards their towards their Justice League. They, everybody wants their Avengers moment. Everybody wants their right. Avengers one moment where they're all on the screen at the same time and they got the camera rotation around the whole group. Of course. Where, and I, I think that's the one thing that DC has going for it now is that you have 
this will be the first time you see Flash. You'll see right. Cyborg and Aquaman. Batman, all these people. Super, all in one screen. That's your Avengers moment. You look and at Avengers 2, yes, it's a great movie, but you lose something because you've sure. already seen all that. And that's why I think Civil War is going to be significantly more cheer-worthy than Avengers oh, 2 yeah. is. I mean, Avengers 2 has that awesome moment. Uh, spoilers. For, sorry, the movie's a little bit old. You've probably seen it. But spoilers, the part where they're all fighting Ultron at the end of the movie um, in Sokovia, and all the Ultron drones come in and swarm, and everyone's fighting inside that little Citadel thing. That's so cool. Like, that's, that's like, an awesome fight. But think of that times infinity, no pun intended, um, is, in is, Civil is, War. Is that a hint towards something? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've heard that there's, there's the, there might be building towards something infinity-related. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I think the I think if you like those big moments, Civil War is going to be the biggest we've had in terms well, it's of getting all of the It's getting all the characters from, from those previous movies on screen. Pretty much. And making them fight. Right. Which is something everybody... No, no drones, no Shatari. No, they're fighting each other. They're fighting each other. So, Which is a thing that everybody likes to talk about in comic book stores anyway. It's like, who would who win? Would win? Who, yeah. would win? Right? who would like, win? How many times do you hear that question? You know, like... So... Iron Man, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, as you've already told, we're we're split. I'm I'm Team Cap here. I believe actually half the store is half Iron Man, half Cap at this point. I think, so. yeah. I think you're Cap though. I no, thought, he, no he's Iron I'm Man. I'm Iron Man for the movie. Okay, you're Iron Man for the movie. Yeah. What does that mean? It, well, if we're talking about the book, the original book that came out, right? Civil War, Mark Millar. Yeah, yeah. I was on Cap's side. Right. I think I think they want you to be Cap's side. Iron Man is the bad guy in that. Yes, but I. Well, I don't want to get into the whole... Okay, Let's yeah, not yeah, get I political do. with this. Yeah, I do. But, I mean, okay, so I think... I think in the book, you're supposed to be Team Cap. I think they want the reader to be like, yes, freedom. America. You know, yeah, America. <laughs> um, big government. Um, you know, don't overreach. You know, that whole type of thing. But I think realistically, in the real world, if these people existed... Now, to the degree in the book of the government's overreach is obviously too much but I think like in the movie it's going to be a simple like a more just a registration yeah. it, which yeah. I think yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it starts so, it's because well the I trailers mean, come out you've seen it's basically they can't keep destroying all these cities right without being registered right there ne- regulated there needs to be somebody looking at these people exactly you know you, not, in charge I don't know but like I think there needs to be like a super like a council you know, the Council well, of Elders. We, we, we've seen what happened to the Council, and they've ended up creating 42 different helicarriers to destroy the world. So right. we saw what happened with the Council. Yeah, but I, guess so, huh? I think my big thing is I'm excited for Civil War. Oh, me I'm, too. My biggest thing, though, is that reading the book, you look at how much it encompassed mm-hmm. 50 different heroes. It was a on huge each side. It was a massive, oh, yeah, it was massive. It was a massive big event. And. No, it's like ten heroes in a parking well, lot. Well, I mean, okay, with Spider Man. Well, the only thing um, that that I, I I see your point to a degree of, like, the 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 big thing is secret identities in the book, right? Right. Like that, that we got to protect our identities. This is a big exactly. deal. But in the movie, I think aside from Spider Man, who is new, and so that's his own thing, and Black Panther, we don't know because he's new. Nobody really has a secret identity. Everybody seems to know who everybody that's, is. This is I guess that well, is my biggest thing with a, superhero yeah, I mean, like, movies now. Everybody knows is, who Cap is. Everybody knows who Tony Stark, Warm well, Shoes, yeah. Black Widow. Yeah. 
it's all common knowledge. So like the whole big reveal. But everybody knew them in the comic books too. Like well, yeah, but them too. Like but, we knew who Rhodey was in but, the comic books. We right. know who. But to Hyde. but to Hyde's point, um, the there were it was a much larger cast of characters, True. a wider breadth. So you, I'll agree to this: the Marvel cinematic movies don't have mass characters. No, they don't. And so it's kind of it's like oh well, well so which means which you can't means, really have right. secret identities. You don't have a character with mass. But you. So. They've established this massive universe with the movies. Yes. And they've branched off to the TV shows now. You have Jessica Jones. You have Luke Cage. You mm-hmm. have Iron Fist will be coming out soon. Right. Um, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has right. so many different now minor are, characters yeah. now. But the, the, I understand that overloading a movie to an extent. Right. But. Well, they're going to overload in Avengers 3. But, I mean. Yeah, 67 yeah. characters or whatever yeah. they were rumoring at. Yeah. But. In, in this one, I think you. this is how you know it's going to be different from the book is because they can't focus on the secret identity angle, aside from Spider-Man and possibly T'Challa. I mean, like... Uh, Black, yeah. Right, Black, Black Panther. Panther. Because we don't we don't really know what is known about them. Because the, right. big, the big thing in the book, for those who haven't read it, again, spoilers, it's an old book. We do have the trade if you want to come pick it up. Um, is Spider-Man reveals himself. Right. As as a as a show of solidarity with Tony Stark right. to support the registration act, he's like, "Hey guys, look on Peter Parker," and everybody's like, "Oh man!" But could that can't happen with the cast of characters as we know them? Right, exactly. You're not going to see Rhodey take off the helmet and go, oh, "It's James Rhodes." Oh, that, who knew? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, I mean, I mean, even at that they mention him in Iron Man three, they're like, "Oh, the Iron Patriot, James Rhodes." Right. Exactly. Right, exactly. Exactly. So I mean. That there's a lot that we probably don't know about Secret War. Uh, I'm sorry, Civil, Civil, Civil War. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot we don't know about that because if we're just going off the comic, it couldn't exist like like the comic exists. Right. So, so with comics now too, is Marvel just kind of playing off of the Civil War hype, and now they have Civil War two. Right. I think they definitely are. I think, um, I, I think both companies, uh, both being Marvel and DC. Are, are guilty of playing to the movie. Oh yeah, because that that's how they're getting new readers is the movie to the movie and the TV shows and everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's how you're getting. There's about to be a Daredevil Punisher book in like exactly. yeah. next month it's, and exactly. a half. So, so I mean, and and there's not to, not to say there's anything wrong. With no, it's that. not. I mean, I mean, I'm sure. I, I don't know that I'm I'm completely making this up, but this could be. It sounds legitimate to me. Like I would imagine that the Superman radio shows also maybe influenced the comics. Like. Things you heard on the radio might have gone, or the Batman radio show well, probably. You're actually you're actually right on that. Um, Jimmy Olsen actually started on the radio show because you couldn't have Superman talking to himself. Exactly, he had to talk to he someone, need, he, so he needed a younger sidekick. He's not going to monologue. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, so then there is a precedent for this. This isn't a new thing. Um, I can see how people get annoyed by it. Like, well, I like my character this way, the way it's always been. I hate change, um, but. Um, you know, I as long as it's not done in a ham-fisted, oh, he looks like this now. Well, I mean, that's what Marvel did. You look at you look at when they did launched Marvel now. Mm-hmm. Captain America started looking like Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. Um, Loki looks like Tom Hiddleston. Loki Star Lord looks, like looks like Chris Pratt now. So well, he, he didn't when they started started the, the book. Yeah, but no, he does now. now. He looks he looks a little bit. Um, I mean, even at that though. Either way, yeah. Tony Stark always looked like Robert Downey Jr. Well, yeah, well, for, I, yeah. for the most part, uh, that, yeah, he did. And you go back and you read like the Ultimates, mm-hmm. the the good Ultimates. Yeah, um, which means all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about Ultimate Spider-Man or all of them. 
The whole universe is a little iffy. Anyway, moving. Yeah, so, yeah. you look at that, they even make jokes that, like, yeah, I want Robert Downey Jr. to play my character, and I think Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson can play Nick Fury. Right, right. And they make right, those right, jokes right. in that book. Um, but going back to Civil War Two, it's a whole new... It's a different set of problems. It's a whole new problem. Um, well, you couldn't just retell the same story in the comic because, A, they've done it, and B, it's... Um, they have to update it. Um, oh yeah. So and it's 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 not Cap and Iron Man anymore. It's uh, Captain Marvel. Captain, it's Captain Marvel, Marvel and Iron Man. And I guess it still is a Cap. Too. It, it is a Captain. It yes. is a Cap. So um, the big thing with Civil War Two now, it's mm-hmm. Captain Marvel has found an Inhuman that can predict when bad things are going to happen so they can stop the crimes do we know is it already who happening? is this in human do we know uh, that i don't know offhand it, I, I think i think do we don't not know, know. i think we don't um, i think i think it's, it could have been already established or might be a new human character. but i can't think of one i mean there's head. so many inhumans now there are, there are there are yeah. a ton well, of them so I mean, it could be a new one from the yeah. mist. i mean we'll find out so, um, but that's that's not that important, I suppose. Um, but so, so it's it's a minority report kind of situation here. Where or it's back again to what Winter Soldier was fighting off mm-hmm. against in the movie. It's that no, you shouldn't stop crimes before they happen. So the teams this time is it's Iron Man against Captain Marvel's plan of trying to stop the crimes before they happen. So Iron Man has migrated to being the good, the perceived good guy. Yes. I mean, although I mean, you could go. Well, who way. knows? I mean, well, it, it just depends on how it ends up. How happening. you view it, right? Um. So with this, you actually have who do we have on Iron Man? Iron Man is the leader. Yep. Deadpool, Black Widow. <laughs> uh, I like to call him the Eagle. Sam the Eagle just <laughs> works the great. I mean, so Captain Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. I, um, I like Captain Falcon. Man, I think he's. Cool. Amadeus um, chose Hulk. Okay. Totally awesome Hulk. Hercules, Black Panther, uh, Power Man, Lady Thor. Okay. Daredevil, Star Lord, and America Chavez. All right. On Captain Marvel's side, you have Ant Man, She Hulk, Hawkeye, Winter Soldier, Medusa, and Shock and Awe. Captain America is on her side on okay. this one. Okay. So that was kind of one of those big switch ups because you really think he'd be. Do you think they'll play to. You know, the, the old two. Civil War when oh. they're like back at it again because like yeah, I guess they're, so, huh? they're they're on the opposite sides, but again. still fighting. You're right. Like and 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 it would appear to me like the roles are reversed because it seems to me like the the Iron Man side in Civil War Two is similar to the Cap side in Civil War Maybe. One, and that this is the no you shouldn't mess with things that's you know things you don't know about. They, they have definitely flipped sides on this. Um, right. Continuing that list, it's War Machine, Spider Man, and the Vision is at the end of this. Vision. Um. Spoiler alerts for anyone that hasn't seen a preview of the book yet. It actually starts off with this inhuman seeing that Thanos is on his way back to Earth. Okay. So we haven't seen Thanos since the end of Infinity. Right. Uh, So Captain Marvel uses this inhuman, takes her, Spider-Man, and She-Hulk to go fight Thanos. Okay. Things go wrong. And this kind of sparks that... You shouldn't have done this. Right. We should have planned this out a little bit better. You shouldn't be using this inhuman to track down crimes or people or bad things that but are going to happen. Committed yet. Because right. you don't know what you're going to go up against. You don't know what right. kind of power he's amassed. That's funny. It's funny because the um, the Illuminati used to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and Iron Man was a part of that Illuminati. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you know, continuity, whatever. Yeah, but, at this point. I mean... I think on on both sides of the uh, comic book aisle, Marvel and DC. I mean, you just sort of have to 
Well, they don't. They don't remember this. Hey, Let's hey, cross hey, this hey. over here. They, Who they remembers remember this? this uh, well, I mean, twenty when, plus years of when we go to continuity now. Um, kind of one of my favorite books right now, reading on the DC side of things, is actually Superman, Lois, and Clark. Okay. Um, coming fresh off convergence, whatever that mm. convoluted yeah. event was. Well, yeah. Um, they've Secret, Secret Wars light. Secret, yeah, exactly. They essentially DC reestablished mass continuity. So everything Everything's from the last seventy five years had happened right. at some point in these lives. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when. What Superman, Lois, and Clark ended up doing was it took the Superman that we knew from those seven hundred issues right. back before two thousand eleven and put them in this new fifty two verse. So now they have to deal with trying to be their own secret identity. They have a son now as well. Okay. And they have to deal with all the repercussions that Superman is actually causing because he is still, he looks like Clark Kent. She looks like Lois Lane. Right. Um, so people are after them because they're not part of this. They can tell that something's they're, up with these two people. Okay. Um, they're not part of the bigger, the bigger pi- right. picture. So most recently Lois Lane outed Superman's identity. Really? Um, okay. In New 52. It was a no-holds-bar ultimatum scenario. She had to do it. There was okay. no way that... Yeah, yeah, she couldn't get out of it. She couldn't get out had of it. Had to do it. Um, For whatever comic booky reason, sure. Yeah. She had to do it. Yeah. So There's now, always a comic book So reason. now they have to deal with that. And mm-hmm. it affects the son because they've been trying to hide this whole situation from their son and sure. revealing that he's Superman and mm. that... They're not actually from this world, that they don't actually have family here anymore. There is no Martha and Jonathan Kent anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no Perry White that they know. There's no Jimmy Olsen. And most recently, with the new issue, their Superman talks a little bit about Batman and how he almost outed himself to Batman because he wants to have that companionship that he had back with the main Batman uh, back when they were doing pre-52. Sure. So to kind of see the interaction and change... Of them trying to establish old continuity into the new continuity right. is kind of a tricky it, and yeah. thing, but it's provided a very interesting story for this character. Oh, well, I'm sure. Um, especially putting it in a situation that you haven't seen it in. Right. With Marvel, on the other hand, I don't know how many events actually stayed true. Stay, stayed relevant. I mean, does House of M still matter? Scarlet Witch is no I longer... Mean, well, I would hope so, seeing as Bendis is writing... Brian Michael Bendis is writing um, this new Civil War, Civil II. War II. He mm-hmm. also wrote House of M, so I would imagine that he would try to make his own stuff in continuity. The biggest problem with that, though, is it, it's House of M, Scarlet Witch, destroys all the mutants. Right. She says, no more mutants, all the mutants are gone, including her and, Scar- and Quicksilver, right. who are now in humans. Mm. Well... Yeah, that is. A, are the Inhumans in the books? Uh, yeah, in, the, in Civil War Two. Uh, that I don't know offhand. Okay, uh, probably. But in, in the new Marvel continuity with all new Marvel now, they're Inhumans. All new, all different. All new, all different. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we can assume that that is going to be the case. Well, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a whole new set of problems whenever you change the continuity. But I think, aside from that, if you just sort of take it away from the little gripes of well this doesn't fit with this story if you just look at it from a story standpoint it seems like it's going to be pretty solid oh yeah no it's to me i'm i'm pretty, pretty stoked good. about it i love um, Bendis. yeah i'm I'm, I, I'm looking yeah there's not much i don't like from Bendis. Asian so. um 
I think that was one of the weaker ones, yeah. But I still enjoyed it. But like, like, I mean, I enjoyed the the bits where like Wolverine goes back in time with Sue Storm. And right. Like, that was hey, fun. wait in the car while I go kill your husband. That, Hold on. That's exactly. all that it was, though. It wasn't. It didn't have. I think the only issue that I really enjoyed from that run was Luke Cage and She-Hulk. That yeah. whole little dynamic. They go and try to kill Ultron Prime. Oh, right, right, right. And right. She-Hulk ends up dying. I think that was probably... They established that relationship really early on in the series. And then you actually kind of felt a little bit something for them. Right. And then they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, B- Bendis has been hit and miss, I guess. Um, but... To some people, but he's but, but, but he's really had good. more hits than misses. Oh definitely. right, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. I haven't read his um his true crime stuff like his uh, indie like his crime. Oh, books. Uh, Scarlet and yeah, Scarlet's Scarlet's I've, good. I've heard nothing but good things about them, but I haven't read them. Um, Scarlet's good. Uh, Brilliant is also really another good yeah. one. That's taking some kids trying to create superpowers. Okay. So well, I mean, so yeah. reverse chronicle kind of thing instead of them finding it, they're actually no, they're actually like, trying to create it. Like, yeah. Powerpuff Girls, Chemical X, more or less, yeah, yeah, yeah. DNA, yeah. all that stuff, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I think you have to just with with Civil War two, you have to trust in Bendis, and that you have to trust truck trust his track record, yeah, and that you know he I mean, the, has. I mean, for the most part, so Age of Ultron aside, I think the books he's right now, the ongoing series he's got going on right now, are really good. Exactly, I think that's one of the the three and, few I'm reading from. I mean, right he now. ran an entire universe for yeah. into the ground. Well. well <laughs> I to mean, varying degrees of success. Look, there was there was other reasons it was going into the ground. Right. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't Bendis that killed the Ultimate Universe, but either way. So is it in Bendis we trust at this point? Yes. I mean, I think I think after after Secret Wars, Hickman is taking a break. Yeah. No. And he's, so so he that means break, yeah. the new flag carrier. I it looks like it's going to be Bendis. It, it's more or less Bendis. It, I mean, he's he's he taking over he most of the major books. Right. I mean, he's writing. One of the main characters' books right now, Iron Man's. He's writing his two ongoing series right now. The, so the only other person that I could see carrying the torch for Marvel would be like J- like a Jason Aaron, like because he's written a bunch yeah. of their flight. He's, 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 he's done a, a lot of the Wolverine and, run, and that's the stuff that I like. And he hasn't had like a big, huge. He's well, no, he hasn't actually. A big, no, huge like hasn't. event that he did, like because no. Hickman. How long was I Hickman can't... building uh, Secret Wars? Forever. For years. Yeah, like, it had been uh, because it had been at least three. Because I remember it takes when, ten months for it to come out. Well, because well. when when Avengers when Avengers started with Marvel, now I was started reading it. Like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. And then after like three or four issues, I'm like, man, this is really, really dragging here. This feels like they're setting up for something. And I dropped and, it. And, and I dropped it. And two or three years later, I'm like, oh, this is what they were talking about. Like, sure, Hickman, man. you are crazy. I that's, mean, awesome. that's a commitment, man, yeah, for sure. Hickman knows what he's doing. But, I mean, I think Bendis does the same thing. I mean, Bendis created the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. And ran it forever. Yeah. Into the ground, some might say. However, he was still it was still good and awesome for a very long time. It's cool. He still has his baby Spider-Man. Exactly. So. I mean, Miles is still kicking. He's still around, still slinging around. He's great. Um, so I, I am on board with Civil War Two. I'm excited for the launch party that we're doing. I think oh, for those that don't know, uh, we're doing another midnight launch party uh, for Civil War Two. Um, May thirty first. Yeah, May thirty first. Yeah. It's going to be a, a Tuesday night as always because comics come out on Wednesdays. Um, same same deal. If you've ever been to any of our midnights before, it's the same thing. Um, and it's going to be for the launch of the book. Um, I think they're coming out with a prequel. What is it? Uh, a, a preview on the free comic book day. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. What's that? The seventeenth? No, for no, no, comic book days. The third or fourth. Seventh. 
The free free comic book day this year oh. is going to be seventh or eighth because the, yeah. Sunday is the first. Uh, so is that, it's going to be the seventh. Yeah, it's okay. going to be the seventh because uh, yeah. then we have our store wide sale on the fourteenth. Right. So that's. I mean, yeah, May is a big month yeah, at Bedrock City. Sure. We got, I mean, we got, okay, com, free comic book day. Well, no, no, before, oh, that, no, before that, we yeah. have the Civil War movie screening where you can still buy tickets We're, at all exactly. five rural locations. Yeah, for now. For now, yeah. yeah. For now. Uh, that's May 5th. The 7th, we have free comic book day. Yep. And then I think we're pretty same much week. good. Yeah, same yeah. weekend. Alrighty. I think we're pretty much good until the 13th where we start our, our summer sale or yeah. spring, spring sale. sale. And then the launch party. But yeah. then the launch party is going to be huge. If you've ever if you've ever been to any one of these, I think we've all worked all of them. They're they're crazy and yeah. a lot of fun. There's giveaways and cosplay and hide going horse making announcements. So, but the big thing too is that Rebirth is out at the same time. DC's oh, Rebirth. Oh my gosh, that is starting up, isn't it? That starts at that actually starts the same day as. Oh man. Uh, I believe it, I believe it's actually the Rebirth like mini specials that they're doing. And then it should kick off after that. Okay. But goodness, the rebirth wow. rebirth issue will reestablish this new universe that they're doing. right. They're going. They're like they're going back to the old numbering too, right? On some on titles, they're like going the on detective action and... comics and detective comics will go back to the original numbering. Um, so it's going to be in like six or seven hundreds or whatever. yeah. Okay, so cool. Snyder Snyder will actually take over detective comics. He will be leaving the main oh, Batman okay. title. Okay. Um, I thought he was taking a break too. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, Capullo is going to end up taking a break from the DC That's stuff. That's who it was. It it's been interesting to see what they're going to end up doing because the whole big thing that they discussed about it was legacy. Mm-hmm. Legacy is their big thing this year, and to me, that has me a little more excited than anything else because it doesn't look like they're going to go in the direction of their movies like mm-hmm. Marvel did. Right. It looks like they're going to go back to the character versions that we liked. They're going back to uh, Superman. Is going back to that Superman, Lois and Clark, sure. the pre fifty two Superman. Um, some stuff will happen to make that happen. Is the underwear inside or outside the tights? He actually has no underwear. Really? He has no underwear. Um, I've seen some concept design. Commandos, no go, bro. I've seen some concept <laughs> design for a lot of the. They're kind of the flagship titles sure, sure. right yeah. now. Batman, Superman. Batman pretty much almost looks the same. His uh, cost. His costume's a little bit lighter. The symbol's a little more different. Yeah, but um, I mean, Batman is going to look pretty identifiable. Uh, I mean, no matter looks, what. Yeah. Uh, Superman does not have the underwear. He's actually losing a lot more red, so he no longer has the red boots anymore. That's just really? a blue, blue kind of jumpsuit. Like so, a type of yeah. Thing? Man of Steel. Almost. Okay. Almost. Because Man of Steel still has a little bit of red yeah, in, in yeah, the feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a new title called The Super Sons. The Super Sons. The Super Sons. It's actually going to be Damian Wayne. Okay. And Superman's son, son from, Lois, oh, from really? Lois and Clark. So it's oh. going to be John John Kent will, be, will be his son. So it's going to be like a Superboy Robin team up okay. again. That'll be neat. Um, Are they so his son has, has powers. Almost. Yes, his okay. son actually. Oh, I mean, come on. Spoiler alerts for this week's books, actually, on hey. Superman, Lois and Clark number six. Uh, John Kent actually find, finds out that he has Superman strength and invulnerability. How old is John Kent? Uh, I think he's 10. Okay. I think he's 10 in this book. Okay. So a 10 and a, what? 13-year-old? I don't know. I, I assume it, they'll age him up a little bit, maybe. I mean, they still have a couple months, so I, I mean, you can... Because I don't know if you can have a 10-year-old wrecking shop in a comic book. I don't know. I mean, why I not? guess you could. I, I mean, mean they, they did it before. Superboy was not much. Yeah. He was in his teens when they did the last uh, World's Finest 3 back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, Suicide Squad, which is my personal favorite book, <laughs> which... I know it. I'm I'm hesitant on this one, because it's Jim Lee. The book? Okay. Um, which is notoriously known for books being delayed from him. 
Yes. Looking at his concept designs for Harley Quinn, she's a little more militarized. She's got red and black cargo pants and red and black combat boots. She's got a marine hat on. She's carrying a rocket launcher and an M16. Okay. All right. Um, a little bit. Killer Croc, on the other hand, looks great. Okay. What's he look like? Killer Croc is definitely a lot more mean and green. He's okay. definitely not the humanoid anymore. Okay. He is more full on crocodile. Nice. Okay. Um, Power Ring is staying in this Rebirth universe now okay. as well. As well as Simon Bass. That's the girl, right? Yeah, the girl Green Lantern. Uh, Simon Baz was the Green Lantern that they used in Justice League of America, mm-hmm. sure. which yeah. they tried to make a thing for a while, so it looks like they're going to go back to that era. Um, but titles are now going to be, not only are they dropping the prices to two ninety nine for all their books across the board, oh, okay. nice. um, which was one of their major campaigns right before they relaunched at New 52. Now, now, the thing with that is that that's either, I mean, it could be two things. It could be really awesome marketing to get people to buy the books, or... We're not doing very well, and we need money. It could be, it could, well, it could be perceived either way. I'm sure way. they're selling books, I, well, of course. But I mean, like anytime you get a price drop, that's that's not necessarily. It's not necessarily a bad thing either, because when you look at when New Fifty Two first started, a lot of some of their major titles were only still two ninety nine, right? Um, but the big thing that I think that my overall concern is that these books, a lot of these books, are going to be twice a month now. Oh gosh! So Batman's twice a month. Um, oh, okay. there's the price. Well, well, yeah, there's the price. <laughs> yeah. If they're doing two, yeah. Well, there you go. If I got to buy two Batman books a month, that's six bucks a month for Batman instead exactly. of four. Exactly. So, which I mean, it's granted it's two dollar difference, not that big of a deal, but um, the only <laughs> this is a minor issue, and it's probably not an issue for either of you, but um, is with the digital books. Is the the reason I like. Marvel's books at four bucks is because every four dollar Marvel book comes with a digital redemption code where I can read it on my on, on my iPad. Whereas if I want that with DC, I have to a specifically order the combo the, pack, the combo pack, and that costs an extra dollar. Those are four ninety nine. Now, now that's even if they decide to do the combo pack right, this which, time around. I, I don't see I mean, why they. When was the last time they did a combo exactly. pack? Exactly, well, the last time they did a combo that, pack. It's though. been a while. But we, don't, we also don't order them. That's true. We um, used to, well, yeah, we used to, because they, so. because most people don't actually want that. I do. But um, most people are going to go out of their way to, you know, read the physical copy. Um, so, I would like, that's that, that's the only thing I want from DC right now is to, for them to actually add a usable, viable, digital comics distribution method rather than, because I like, I like having the physical book but I also like being able to read it on my iPad. On the go. Uh, on the, yeah. So. I mean, not not even on the go. I like to sit on my couch and read, read books on the iPad. I don't, I, I like to, when, when, I, when I get my $4 Marvel books, which is, most Marvel books now, unfortunately, um, or fortunately for me, um, I, I get home, I put the code in, bag and board it, file it away, and then it stays in the box, and I read it in on my iPad, which is great. And I've seen interviews with people like um, Scotty Young and Jason Aaron where they actually really enjoy reading books on their iPad because it is... With Comixology particularly, they do the guided view where they move from panel to panel, full page view. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can really see the detail on a lot of the art. The downside is, it's the full page view is not as big as seeing it on on a physical comic. But I really enjoy the digital books. But anyway, not to not to get off onto that. But I would really like to see that with the new Rebirth. Hopefully, I, some more digital stuff. I think that that'd be a good thing for them to kind of launch off, especially for a lot of readers that don't have access to right. a local comic book shop too. I think that's exactly. a great way to do that. Um, because I've done that with friends too. Where like I'll if I if I don't need the digital copy of copy of a book, 
I'll give them the code, and then they they read it and they're like, oh hey, you know what? This isn't too bad. That's sort of a thing where you can say, we're like, it's a, like it's like trading comics. It's, exactly, right. it's back to that and, thing with trading comics, and I know that's like a unheard of thing now because yeah, everyone exactly. likes having their comics. Of course, but that's a great way to go. Hey, check this out. Read I, this out. I think that's a, a good way to go. I think. Um, both companies need well all com all comic companies image is a big three now too mm-hmm. um need to embrace digital i mean as it's it's much like well, video Im- games well, image does but. image image does, well i mean they don't give you the digital codes no but, but it it is stuff online it's yeah, cheaper yeah, the, and, or yes I, and i love that I, I i don't think i should have to pay the same price as a physical book no not mean, at all which is ridiculous this is my same problem with video games it's um which, you know, you make a good point. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, there, there is we no, have to make that up. There is thing. no reason why I should pay three dollars cover price for a book, or four dollars cover price for a book, and then the same awesome. four dollars cover price for a for the digital for JPEGs yeah. for a PDF, right? Basically, exactly. and so I think um, my well, I don't know what my point is, but my point, <laughs> <laughs> my point is essentially, I would like to see both because that's where that's where it's going at some point. Much like video games or movies, oh yeah, it's it's gonna go that You'll way. You'll see more people doing digital. I mean, I, like we're always gonna have books. We're always gonna. Oh, have, it's like that will never. You're change. not gonna see a mass bookstore closure or comic. I mean, hopefully we won't see another mass comic bookstore closure again. But physical media will be there for the foreseeable future for generations. Yeah. However, the demand for digital content is. Rising, 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 rising. I think with with comics nowadays too, especially, is that there's a lot more people wanting the physical copies right. of these books nowadays. I've noticed um, than actually trying to go out. So I think that it's 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 either at par or that physical copies sell a little bit better than the digital because oh, oh they do. I'm, I'm not saying they don't. I think there's always going to be that need to. I need to have every physical single of issue right. as a collector standpoint. Right. Definitely, because you, and that'll never change. There's there's no collecting of digital comics. Digital comics no. is for reading, yeah, which is great, um, and that's why anyway. But not to get off on digital comics further, but yeah, no, I just I think they can they need to exist hand in hand for sure. So I got a big question for y'all. Okay, this was a little bit of shop talk this last week. Oh yes, so this happens a lot when. Uh, Randomly, we'll get um, somebody will say something in the store, and it will spark a conversation that goes on oh, far longer than it needs to. I would say a debate. debate. It's a, it's it is a debate. A I was trying to. Debate. I was trying to be diplomatic. Um, <laughs> Debate's diplomatic. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not, not like we're throwing punches at each other yet. Oh, you're not. Um, <laughs> but um, either way, yeah. So, like in in the in this uh, shop talk that we had. It got brought up, is Deadpool a human, or yeah. is he a mutant? What do you say, Michael? He's a human. We're, who He was born of human parents. He is a human. <sighs> he was mutated by force. I don't want to do this. Michael? <laughs> yes. You know, two humans can also birth a mutant. But did Deadpool go through... His birth? Look, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but, um, Deadpool is a mutant. No, um, he, was, he so, was on the X Men, but he's not a mutant. So you're human, you're mutant. I am mutant. Um, I will state that I am not a Deadpool fan. Correct. I, I, well, but he, he is a mutant. No, I'm sorry. Thank you. You're both I, wrong. He, I'll, I'll explain why. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was born a human. Yep. Yes, he was mutated, but he was mutated to the extent where it brought his recessive X gene 
to become dormant and make him a mutant. But don't we all have recessive X genes? So technically, everyone's a mutant. Okay, well, okay, well, <laughs> if that's the argument, I'm then not yes, gonna say sure. that. No, no, everyone, everybody every, does not have a recessive X gene. Everyone has no. the potential to be. If, I don't believe that. Well, well, then you're I don't getting, believe any Then you're going into genetics, and then I don't, I don't believe think any we have the qualifications. Comics. I don't believe so, we have the qualifications for well, that. Yeah, right. I um, mean, my mutant gene just hasn't. Oh, oh, it, has, like, it hasn't come out yet? It like, shown it manifested? It, <laughs> I think... Flying in no time. <laughs> I, yeah, right? Ron's flying to work tomorrow. But it, it, it's one of those things where you look at more recently now in the comic universe, they're really dumbing down on the mutants. Mm-hmm. So to replace the mutants, we have the Inhumans. Of course. Right. They did this thing where the Terrigen Mist, that it's this giant cloud of chaos ends up creating all these new Inhumans mm-hmm. of people that weren't Inhumans to begin with. They had the potential to be Inhumans, uh, but they see. didn't have the catalyst to make them Inhuman. Right. So why couldn't that work for mutants and their recessive X genes? It because happened it, already. B- what do you mean? They did it. Did what? So, I think it was AV... No, was it AVX? Probably not. I think it was AVX. Okay, go I on. could be wrong. But, um, Hope Summers... And uh, Scarlet Witch did this thing to where new mutants were being born or being right. gifted with the power to be a mutant around the world. Sure. It much happens, like a Terrigen Mist. Must, much, must like the Terrigen Mist. So, I like, they weren't mutants to begin with. They just became mutants. Yeah. Same concept. Deadpool's a mutant. No. I'm sorry. Go he's, back to my, uh, he, my He's No, he's not. I think... I, mutants go through their mutation at puberty or a little bit later or when they suffer a trauma, right? Yeah. Um, so... But see, he suffered a trauma of the Weapon X program. Well, yeah, they... they Because when even when you go into he was mutated, think about Mr. Sinister. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sinister takes the DNA from two different mutants and mutates them to make a better mutant. They normally but they fail. Are, but they, right. are, they are still considered mutants. Well, okay... Either way, I think Deadpool was mutated. Like, the, yes, but I don't think that makes him a mutant. I think, um, I, and the thing with the Terrigen Mist, um, why that's a, that doesn't hold water to me, is that... Because it's mist? Well, oh my gosh, go home. <laughs> Alright, Dad. Um, so, oh man, my train just got so derailed hard. Anyway, so the Terrigen Mist, oh my, that was the worst. Um, the thing with the Terrigen Mist is, it... It's different than how Deadpool was created because these people would have been Inhumans had they been born in Adelon or Attilan, however you say it. Um, because because they would have been put through the Terragenesis. They would have gone into the pods, they would have hit them with the mist, and then they would have... Because they have the gene. They are predisposed to doing it. But according to what you're saying, Deadpool and everybody else has this recessive X gene, and you can bring it out with a process. So to me, that's it's a little different than being born with it. Right, they're being born into muta- into mutant hood. So, like, I mean, I wouldn't throw the Fantastic Four as mutants. Okay. Spider-Man would not be a mutant. Okay. Franklin Richards is a mutant. Okay. Spider-Girl's mutant because they're second generation. Now, <laughs> when it comes to Deadpool, though, he's also been known to have a recessive X gene. Mm-hmm. That was, I guess... According to some of our more Deadpool-y experts, Ron, <laughs> um, what they—that's him actually being a mutant 
is a newer canon okay. idea. So when Rob Liefeld created him, the holy creator of Deadpool, <laughs> um, created him, I don't think he intended him to be a mutant. I, I will agree with. I'm sure points. he did. No. Okay, but he's okay. But at, he has when he has go, become one. When you go through his origins now, however convoluted, how many different origins he has, whether you look at it from Wade Wilson's sure, War sure. and everything else, he is a mutant. They're, they've always stated that he I, has a recessive you know, X gene. I'll I'll give you that. I will say that if he was not originally intended to be a mutant, he has been made one through, you know, years, years of, of writing. Yeah, years of uh, you know, overlapping story ideas. And I mean, even a lot um, of the times with it too is, why would Xavier or the X Men ever go to him if he was not a mutant? What? What did you say? I'm why sorry. Why would Xavier or anyone from the X-Mansion go to him if he was not a mutant to join the X-Men? Yeah, no, I, I believe he was a mutant. I mean, well, because he was mutated. It, it was even if, I mean, he, he went through the same program that Wolverine went through. I think that was one of the reasons why they probably went to go sure. search him out. But back to my point with these mutants, it go was ahead. AVX. It was AVX. Going way back, Jason Aaron did write some of AVX. He did. So he did. But he, he was, yeah. it wasn't his event. He was a part, yeah, of, he was a part of a it. big event. But uh, where was I? Darn it, I missed it. Scarlet Witch destroyed the Phoenix Force with the final energy blast that caused millions of people around the world to manifest mutant powers. It can happen. I guess. But, but, but that's, again, that's saying... And those mutants are still around. Like unless the Terrigen mist killed them. Yes, but well, most of them are don't still Don't mutants have to go live on the moon or something now? Like they are. Um, where are they? They're in limbo. Okay, so this is near like as not, makes no difference. They they're they're not living in the. They're main. not they in the not, main universe anymore, or not in the main well, Earth. Yeah. they're still in the universe. They're just not affecting the yeah. overall picture. Because sure. even when you look at Civil War two now. There's not a single mutant. Well, they're still going around and they're still there's going not, around and uh, there, there's not a mutant. No Wolverine. There's no Wolverine. Wow, look at that. Well, uh, hold on, well, actually, hold on, because I think I may have just backpedaled here. Okay. There is a mutant. Who's that? Deadpool. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> See. Um. I kind of, he's such he a ridiculous character down. that I don't think of him I mean, of being a part the of the mutants are around. Deadpool, they he... are searching for uh, mutant healers because somebody is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody's uh, going around and killing mutants that can heal. A way back so. to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you know. <laughs> Which there isn't a way for that. So uh, unfortunately. I say we put this up. Go yeah. on our Facebook page. We'll put it up as a poll. Is Deadpool a human or mutant? Tell us what you think. Yeah. So let's see let's see what the uh the audience seems to think we about this. Two mutants and a human as well, of now. As of now. Yeah. So far. <laughs> I I'm gonna cast my vote. Please believe. Okay, and before we wrap it up, guys, let's just Let's go around the table and say, uh, for our, our last segment uh, called Ads and Drops, but the, what are you adding to your pull list? What are you dropping from the pull list? But I think in in the honor and the spirit of our first episode here, let's just do an ad. What What's one book that you think everybody should add to their list? Some some ongoing book. Am I going first? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Uh, mine is from uh, Boom Comics. It is Klaus number four. Tell me a little bit about Klaus. It is um, a story about Santa Claus before he becomes Santa Claus. Excellent. It is that's, awesome. That's, that's all you need to know. Well, like Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter kind of thing before oh, he becomes okay. president? Uh, much better. Based on what you... The simple synopsis, I think it's a children's book. 
No, it is he is um he is rugged. <laughs> oh, he's, he's rugged. rugged. Is he? Like a lumberjack kind of rugged. Yeah, actually, does he, does he, have he actually looks like a lumberjack. Um, so he, he has a, a sword. He has a pet wolf. Does he really? Yeah. Something very weird happens in the first issue, uh, which okay. we have. But man, what it's, it's such a good now? book. Four it comes out on Wednesday. Yes, the twenty third by uh, Grant Morrison and oh, well, Dan uh, Mora. Well, there you go. It's Morrison. Grant right Morrison. So sold. Uh, Hyde, what about you? Um, it's kind of a tough one for me. So, <laughs> mine for this week um, is actually a book that came out last week. We should have it in reorders this Wednesday. It's a uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Has, as soon as you said it. Has nothing to do with the show that's on CW right now. Okay. It's a little six-part anthology series that includes Metamorpho, Firestorm, Sugar and Spike, and... Sugar and Spike. And the Metal Man. Not Spice. No, Spike. So... It, it's interesting because it's Love taking these different characters and taking them in a different direction than where they're used to going. And I think my favorite out of the anthology so far is actually the Sugar and Spike story. Really? Um, it's not these cute little kids like they were back in the day. They're full-on PI investigators huh. for superheroes. Sweet. So the first, as soon as it hits, the first thing that they're trumped into going to is finding Batman's lost bath suits. How many issues of this are there? Right now, there's only one. And do I have to know anything about the main DC continuity? No, no, no. Because this is all... It's just, it sounds like it's a solitary thing. It, like is, a... it is a solitary thing because even when you look at the Firestorm side of this book, it has almost every person that's ever been part of that Firestorm matrix. Okay. But it's not Firestorm. It actually takes uh, Jay Jackson and Ronnie Raymond, who are two different eras of Firestorm hmm. mm-hmm. and makes them into one. But you still have Professor Stein, you still have Mr. Holman, cool. um, and it's them dealing with multiplex. Okay. When you get to the Metal Men series, Dr. Will Magnus is a lot younger. T- and the Metal Men are still great because it starts off with this classic story, The Reign of the Missile Men, okay. which is an old Silver Age story, which is one of my favorite Metal Men stories. And then when you go to Metamorpho, they've completely changed up his kind of origin story to more mythic... Um, ancient origin kind of deal. So that that is my ad for this week. Michael, what about you? Um, well, mine um, is an even smaller publisher. You, know, you had Boom? Boom, yeah. Mine's an Avatar. Oh. Avatar. Uh, is it Scorriers? It's not Scorriers, Hyde. Scorriers is done. And that wasn't even Avatar. I don't, it was like Red 5 Red or something? Five. It no, was, it was, no, it wasn't Red 5. It was, it was Devil's Do. Devil's, Devil's Do. Do. Uh, the, uh, the clutch. Well done. Uh, no, mine is uh, Avatar. The I'm, not, I'm sorry, uh, Avatar. Um, yeah, you're right. The, the movie? Yeah, Avatar the movie uh, with the blue with the blue cats. Smurf? Yeah, no. Uh, it is uh, Providence. Alan Moore's Providence. Oh, oh okay. Providence. All right. There's some, some Alan Moore there. I love I love it. I think um, nobody picks it up because they didn't see Alan Moore on the front. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it sells out every time we get it in. Because we order four. <laughs> We still sell out we the do. four we every do. week. So. We do, and it's it's a fun book. Uh, well, uh, I would say fun. <laughs> it's a, it's a good book. It's really Cthulhu-y, it's PG. much like a, the other book that he did with Avatar a couple years ago, The Courtyard. It's real um, heavy on the Cthulhu mythos, and it is also very Alan Moore. There's male nudity in the first issue. Is what? he is he promoting witchcraft and wizardry throughout this um, entire? No, more like. Um, yeah, there's spells. There's spells. There's spells. There's spells. But it's all like Cthulhu weird uh, Lovecraft Eldritch horror spells. But the really so no in- card tricks, no. N- um, no card tricks yet. <laughs> um, the 
the to me the really neat part about this book is if you like Alan Moore and you like Alan Moore's uh, authorial voice, um, is at the end of every issue, No Foolin' is like a five to six page handwritten letter. No. By a, by the character, it is it is the longest comic I've read in a very long time purely because of this. It is, it's it's. It's ridiculous, and it's and it's all and it's not typed. It is literally handwritten, so you, sometimes it takes longer to read because you're struggling to read the, read it's the a, word. And it's in like an old timey cursive. Oh man, it's it is. Good. It's a little. It's it, so good. It's a little too much. But, but Warlock likes his all the time writing. So, but um, I that's it. I I like Providence. It's I like Cthulhu, Alan Moore, tons of ridiculous writing. I I love it. Anyway, that is my um add to the to the pull list this week. And we had Ron had. Had Klaus, Klaus hide with uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. All right, guys, I think that's going to have to wrap it up for us today uh, on the inaugural episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe. I want to thank everybody for, for joining in with us this first time and hope you come back and we see you next time. Once again, this is Ronald. This is Hyde. And I'm Michael. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.